Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hey everyone, Matteo Lane and Emma Wilman here for another episode of Inside the Closet. We talk the news, Matt Damon, and more about teeth, and you'll learn what diarrhea girl is. To see us for upcoming dates, you can see me, Matteo, September 17th and 18th in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia Punchline. And you'll see me at the Arlington Draft House, October 15th and 16th. Emma? Thank you, Mateo. I will be in Boston. If you hear Thursday, I'll be in Boston, August 19th, 20th, and 21st at the hideout, which is in Faneuil Hall. And then I will be at Mr. Goodnight's in the side room, August 27th and 28th, which is in North Carolina. I'm really excited for that. And then I'll be in Bristol, Tennessee, which I've never been to before at a new comedy club that's opened up there. And then September six, September 17th and 18th, I'll be at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. September 17th and 18th at Cobb's Comedy Club. And they're just getting the ticket links for that up now. But it's going to be going to be some fun shows. We did it. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I, I, How you doing, both, Mateo? Good. We're both flustered. We're flustered. We got our tank tops on. Doesn't it feel good wearing a tank top? I mean, I'm I'm always, I'm always in a tank top. Let's be honest here. This is something that's this is new for me. This oh, you should always be in a tank top. You look great. I wear them all the time now. Every chance I get, and when I walk and I walk when I walk by little uh, mirrors, I go. <clears throat> Um, I fixed the sound, I think, everyone. So hopefully I don't sound too loud. I, I How'd you sound like, last week? You, you sound you sound good to me. I well, I fixed the sound. I went over with Land, and so we fixed the sound together. So excellent, Land. If you if you guys don't know, is is our producer? Producer, yes. It's maybe a tad confusing because we had a producer named Leaf, and now we have a producer named Land. So it's two L names. But we're back and we're cranking. How's your week going? <sighs> It's good. This is good. I'm getting laser. I'm getting my face lasered on Thursday. Oh my God. So, um, not for any uh, particular reason. It's a Disney villain who needs to use a laser. Wait, say it again. It's a what? It's just, I, I have sun damage all around my eyes. Mm. And, you know, I laid out in Spain and Italy every single day and it got really bad. And so I asked, my dermatologist, I was like, there's like all these spots around my eyes. They're like, yeah, we can get rid of that with a laser. He's like, but you're going to want to take a couple of days off. And I was like, okay. So Great. I took one day off, but we'll, well you have to take them off before you get, monster. before you get it done. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't have any shows this Friday, this Great. Thursday or Friday. So hopefully that's enough, but um, I might look like a monster. Hey, and I've also, been there. FYI, for those who are listening, I, not because of me, my shows got postponed in uh, Austin, Texas. Because let's just say COVID is running rampant and now all of people's dates are starting to change. Mm. So, you know, everyone keeps asking me if I have COVID. I don't. I would let people know if I did have COVID, but um, fucking sucks because I love Austin and I want to go to Austin. Yeah, it's I am going to Boston this weekend and I was was going to see my mom on Sunday and she was like, can you get. I've got shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then she was like, can you get tested? And I was like, yeah, uh, sure. But like, she hasn't asked me to do that in a while for my niece and nephew. 
but you know, it is what it is. But I, she was, I, I haven't been following the news. Like uh, I've been following the news too much and everything happening in Afghanistan and I know COVID and it's fucking tragic. It's so it's. <laughs> Should I even ask what's going on in Afghanistan? So in Afghanistan, uh, I guess to sum it up the, like in like layman's term, I don't really know how I'm to describe it. Okay, basically for the past 20 years, you know, we pushed ourselves and tried to create democracy right. in Afghanistan and spent trillions of dollars yes. and built up an army with the Afghan government. And then the Taliban has been slowly taking over, not even slowly, quickly taking over most of Afghanistan in lieu of us saying we're leaving and right. then we left and now they've completely taken over the entire country. <laughs> and the problem, you know, most Americans agree like, yeah, we need to get out of Afghanistan. It was just done in such a terrible way that all it did was leave like hundreds of thousands of Afghans mm. stranded. It mm. didn't help anybody. This whole like situation, like the way Biden pulled this out was horrible. What does he have um, to say for himself? He said yesterday in a statement, he made a uh, a speech to made a speech in the White House speech. He he made a a press what is it what was the word I'm looking press for press conference sure at the White White House <laughs> and and said kind of shocking. He was like, I stand by what I did. You know, he's like, this is in his words is that the Afghan people didn't have the will to fight. You know, we we can't. How long can we stay there? It can't be another two, five, 10, 15 years. I said I was going to get out. Mm. How much can we fight for the Afghan army if they either? That's have pretty the will harsh to language fight? to say someone doesn't have the will to, because it's like that makes me uncomfortable. Because it's like, whoa, 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 we don't know uh, the scale of access to resource. Like saying something, but he's will. That's a very powerful. Maybe will is the wrong word. I think he did say will, mm. but. And I don't think anyone's disputing what he's saying. Like, yeah, we need to get out of Afghanistan. It's spending right. lots of money and lives and we shouldn't have been there in the first place. But right. it's he didn't address how we got out of right. Afghanistan. I mean, there were the videos of all these people running on the tarmac, holding mm. on to the plane. No the plane goes off and they're falling off the plane. It's like, oh, God, obviously this wasn't. No one thought this through. And now like Germany and America and other parts in the UN, everyone's having issues getting their people out. And it's and now. Yeah, I can't even fucking get through. I mean, I can get through Newark now in 45 minutes because I'm a frequent flyer. But like, no, you can't get no one can get through Newark. And no I can. One can, I, can do it. I literally can do it in eight minutes. I swear and to God. Now, that airport is a Dunkin' Donuts from no, I can do it. I can terminal. fucking bada bing, bada boom. So quick. You wouldn't. I've got. I've got clear and pre-check, boom, boom, boom. But that's all to say that you need to plan when you go to the airport. And so imagine pulling tons of international troops out and then just being like, go. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. I mean, I'm not the most, I'm not the biggest authority on this. So, you know, what you're hearing from me is what I've collected from reading and watching the news. But um, do you watch the news first thing? When I wake up in the morning, I turn on the news. There was a long time I didn't watch the news, but this is unprecedented. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. And it's um, it's just, you know, you're watching history in the making. That doesn't mean it's good, but you're just watching yeah. it. So I, I'm it's shocking. So when I wake up in the morning, yeah, I, I watch. I watch the news. I, I basically try and keep updated. And the only news I watch is PBS NewsHour. 
You're my mom. <laughs> and ABC News. I do like ABC News. So, you know, I stay. My mom loves that PBS. PBS blasting PBS and NPR at the same damn time. I just like PBS. I mean, they just kind of tell the news. No one can argue. Right. Judy, this old bitch who just sits there and <laughs> delivers the news. It's like, you can't really argue it. Just tell the news. This it is, is the it's news. So, it's, and it's weird to watch. Like, I can't. By the way, I've run into Anderson Cooper three times this week. In person? Yes, he lives Fuck's by he me, doing? But for a year, I've never seen him. And I saw him in his car. Walk. He literally walked right in oh front of God. me. Oh, my God. Is he yeah, security? He's to me. He's so famous. No, he just got in his car. I have security. I. He's like that's like a fame. He's very very. I maybe in New York. I mean, very rarely do you see someone with security. I remember seeing Kevin Hart had two security guys. I think Chappelle has security. I think. I think of the most famous people I've met, and if they've had security. I met Matt Damon. Does I he have dinner. security? No, just his mm. wife. We had dinner. You had dinner with Matt Damon? Yeah, because he That's so random. His, yeah, it was like two years ago. I can't believe you've never brought this up before. Maybe I have. I don't know. I don't I think so. He was at the cellar because he's friends with Tom Papa. Huh. And they watched my set. And so then I, I didn't realize that. So I see Tom Papa's at dinner with a bunch of people. And Matt Damon is like screaming my name. He's like, Mateo, Mateo. And I was like, hey, what? And they're like, come sit down. And I was like, they're like, we thought you were so funny. And I was like, oh, thank And it was just sitting there. And they're like, get something to eat, blah, blah, blah. So I had dinner with them. That's I was crazy. comfortable because I don't know what to do around really famous people. Right. Matt Damon had- is so famous. I mean, he's like a league of. I'll be curious if they'll be. I mean, because now it's like there's like YouTube people, social media people, but he's like a. He's like a classic fucking movies, movies, famous. Should I put up the picture of us eating dinner? Be like, he called me a faggot at dinner. Oh, I'm kidding. Remember, do you know what's going on with Matt Damon right now? No. Oh, so Matt Damon, like a week, this is like a week old, but apparently. Okay, maybe I will start watching the news again because I had been boycotting it because I was watching it like I was watching it constantly. So now that no, I just stopped. it's good to take breaks. Yeah. It's really good to take breaks. I've taken a break for like three months now, so I should probably. What, what happened with Matt Damon? He, I don't think, I think it's just a Twitter news story, but like his daughter, someone wrote an art, someone wrote an article saying that Matt Damon in this interview said that his daughter taught him not to use the F word. <laughs> he doesn't use the F word. Jesus. I've not read the article. Apparently there's more to the story, but that's the headline that sort of caught fire. And so right. like, Matt Damon calls people a faggot, which that wasn't my case right um that's one of those things he's, where he's his publicist in twitter jail say it again he always seems to be in in twitter jail that's one of those things where it's like you know his publicist is just like putting their head in their hands because i'm sh- sure he was like i mean that's one of those Trying things where it's like someone, right thing. <laughs> i don't know what the article someone's probably just article? too comfortable being like he was probably just like yeah and my daughter told me not to use the word so i'm not using it and then people are like so you were using it and he's like oh well no i mean she said not to so i don't because like, you were in the morning in the evening in the summertime in the wintertime at breakfast at the grocery store you were using it and he's like no i'm just making sure i don't but you did wait now this says in variety met damon insists he never used the f slur sure right Matt Damon is insisting that he never used the F-slur following backlash from a recent interview. In an article posted by UK Sunday Times, 
the Stillwater star was quoted saying he'd stop using the offensive term months ago when his daughter wrote him a uh, tretise, I don't know, a tretise, 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 I don't know, treaty (laughs) on how that word is dangerous. But in a statement to Variety, Matt Damon said he has never used the word in his personal life and does not use slurs of any kind. He also affirmed that he understands why the interview led to led many to assume the worst. During a recent interview, I recall the discussion I had with my daughter where I attempted to contextualize for her the progress that had been made, though by no means completed, since I was growing up in Boston as a child, heard the F, heard the word fag used on the street. We just used it there. Used right. on the street before I even knew before I even referred to, before I knew what it referred to, Damon said in this statement, I explained that the word was used consistently and casually and was even a line of dialogue in a movie of mine as recent as 2003. Well, that was a long yeah. time ago. She in turn expressed incredulity. Can we use words that people know? Sorry, I'm not smart. Did, did he that, use that word incredulity? I don't know. The fuck? Incredulity that there were, could never have been a time where that word was used unthinkingly. What? To my admiration and pride, she was extremely articulate about the extent to which the world would have been painful to someone. That word would have been painful to someone in the LGBTQ plus community, regardless of how culturally normalized it was. I'm I not only agreed with her, but thrilled at her passion, values and desire for social justice. I've never called anyone faggot in my personal life. Yeah, his publicist is fucking having a conniption fit. His publicist is like, come on, buddy. (laughs) I've never called anyone a faggot i've never called anyone a faggot even when i thought they were a faggot i didn't say faggot and they're like (laughs) you want to say that Um, again yeah i've never called anyone a faggot and like oh okay matt and this conversation with my daughter was not a personal awakening i do not use slurs of any kind i have learned that these words are ridiculous erid eradicating eradicating sorry i I learned a chance sorry to everyone listening I learned Italian. <laughs> I, I, I learned Italian. And now because I've learned Italian, I can't read English words. I don't know without an Italian accent. Okay. So mm. I've learned that eradicating prejudice requires active movement toward justice rather than finding passive comfort and imagining myself one of the good guys. And given Matt that Damon said ho- that. Yes. And given that open hostility against the LGBTQ plus community is not, is still not uncommon. I understand why my statement le- Whoever he hired to write this, he said, make it so complicated to understand. Yeah, even gay people are reading- like, all right, you're being a faggot. Like, even like even yeah. gay people are like, tone down the faggotry here. Like, what, what are these goddamn words? His publicist cut a deal where they let them say some of the stuff in the article, but then there's also him in there. Because the probably the interviewer was like, there's no way in hell we're leaving out the fact that he said, I never call anyone a faggot. So then they put these other things in. Because some of these words, like, don't like some of these vocabulary doesn't go with oh, that well, word. This act, this part actually doesn't look good. Are you ready for this? Uh-oh. The word my daughter calls the F slur for a homosexual was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application. He told the newspaper, I made a joke months ago and got a, what is T R E A T I S E treat 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 treaties T R E A S T T R E A T. Yeah. I-S-E. Never seen that word in my life. How do you, let me look up how to say it. A written work dealing formally and systematically with the subject. Oh, so it means like she like did a formal write-up. Here. Interesting. How, hold on. 
treatise. Okay. Sounds like something I well, guess. Well, Matt Damon is teaching us some new words. We mm-hmm. taught him faggot and he taught us treatise. Uh, so the word my daughter uses, the F slur, blah, 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 blah. He told me, uh, I made a joke months ago and got treatise from my daughter. She left the table. I said, come on, that's a joke. I say it in the movie, Stuck on You. She went to her room and wrote a very long, beautiful treatise on how that word is dangerous. I said, I retire the F slur. I understood. Damon found himself trending on Twitter as the interview was shared online. I want to know what word Matt Damon has replaced faggot with. Comedian Billy Eichner tweeted. That's funny. What what word do you think Matt Damon could? That's that's such a smart tweet from Billy Eichner because it's like, well then replace the word faggot. Tell me what you actually meant. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Matt Damon's like, God, I wish I didn't share this. God damn. Oops. Billy, that is. See, that's why I love. I do like Twitter sometimes because I like reading that type of stuff. Glad issued a response to Damon's statement, writing the conversations that have arisen after Matt Damon's original interview and sub- subsequent remarks today are an important reminder that the, this word or any other word that aims to disparage and disrespect LBG, LGBTQ plus people has no place in mainstream media, social media, classrooms, workplaces, and beyond. Mm. And Anthony Allen Ramos, glad head of talent, there needs to be accountability at a time when anti-LGBTQ slurs remain rampant today and can feel discrimination and stereotypes, especially when those, when used by those outside of the community to deframe or describe LGBTQ. What does that mean, deframe? Like, I guess to like, to dismantle mm. our reputation. Okay. Mm. Interesting. I've just, learned, I've just read so many words. So many the new only words. Word I understood from that thing was faggot. Right. <laughs> Is that why we should we start reading books? I mean, I can't even imagine. No, I read, but I read like Carrie Fisher's autobiography. Yeah, I read like <laughs> blogs before I fall asleep. And I never I remember because I'm always like half books. asleep. I'll read like or I'll read interviews with some. I was reading this interview. Have you ever seen Hannah Hart? She had the show My Drunk Kitchen on oh, I YouTube. I loved My Drunk Kitchen. That was like yeah. one of the first YouTube. Right. Huge. Big, yeah. She had this interview, I don't know, I was in a Google web, but she had this interview about, there was an interview or an article about her upbringing, and it was really interesting because it was talking about how her younger sister was placed in foster care, and I think, I'm really sorry if I'm misquoting this, I think her, there was a family member that was schizophrenic, and the younger sister was in foster care, and then the dad was in the picture, but he was extremely religious, and I was just like, whoa, like, interesting, and kind of, like, how she dealt with it, and then how she started My Drunk Kitchen, and it, it was really interesting, but, like, that's the type of shit I read before I go to bed. Like, I'm just Googling the most random, like, you, you also what is, what, what is, what is Melissa can... Etheridge eat for breakfast? Like, where, where, what is, what does Trick Daddy do for exercise? Like, it's the most random shit. I think you're supposed to read whatever interests you. That's so what that interests me, and the you. internet there is wild. No, the internet is fucking in wildfire. And then today it's like everyone's already started the um, hey, like yelling at people for not posting about Afghanistan. Da 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 da. I'm like, Shit. I don't. I'm like, I don't. We're talking publicly about it, and I've donated. Like, if I figured out a way to donate myself, learn about it, and then discuss it on a podcast where I feel like it's a better venue to discuss these types sure. of things. Um. You know, but I think people think unless you do it the way they want you to do right. it, then it doesn't count. So like, I'm going to read about it this afternoon, actually, because someone mentioned it. I mean, I really have not checked the news like 
And also I'm not going on Twitter. When I go up for social media now, what I've been doing is I'll post and then get off. So I'm not even seeing what people are posting like on Twitter posts, get off Instagram posts, get off TikTok posts, stay on for 20 fucking hours. But it's like the algorithm, my TikTok algorithm is all people being like, do you eat protein this way? What about this way? Do you get proteins this way? You want to get a pump going? Do this. This is a back exercise for you. Here's a pancake. Like that's my, my TikTok that's algorithm is all tic- muscle heads. That's why I'm not on TikTok. I do really like it though. It's fun. I have one social media. It's Instagram. I, the, I'm getting more growth on TikTok than I've ever gotten on any other social media too. I'm not, I'm not knocking TikTok. I think I, but I totally it. get. Are you going to start our TikTok? Yes, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm taking the train to Boston tomorrow and I'm going to start. Uh, I already got the name. So then I'm going to start like, like poking around on it. I'll be so curious, like have an algorithm that's not my like protein algorithm. I mean, it, mine is all like protein. Well, at least with that one, you don't have to check. I mean, right. You know. I can send you all my stand-up videos and our videos of us. This, uh, this doing, um, th- but it's made me get off. Not so now. I used to get news on on Twitter. I'm kind of realizing too, and on Instagram because it's like all people I know. So there are probably people I know are posting about that too. Yeah. But I like that it's not all people I know because it's kind of. I think that that makes me like not. I don't know. It takes away the elements of being like, oh, this person's doing that. Oh, this person's doing that. I don't know who the fuck these people are on TikTok. I have an Insta or. Excuse me, a Twitter, but it, I just follow the news and porn. That's it. You can get porn on Twitter. Are you joking? That's all. You, that's it, that's literally all there is on Twitter, and it's like full throttle. It's like everything. Like my friends were like, "Oh, if you want to get someone's OnlyFans, check out their Twitter first, see if you like it, then go to the OnlyFans." And they'll post porn on Twitter, like literal, like uh-huh. fucking. Uh huh. Really. Uh huh. How do they post it? Like a video? Yeah. What do you mean? Just like a a minute and 20 second clip, 10 second clip, pictures, whatever. Okay. So I'm going to go in the search. I'm going to do. Um, Who's your favorite porn actor? Oh, no, I, porn, I like. I only like amateur porn. For, um, for like, uh, what do we call? I like this woman, Crystal Lust, but I, I truly just like amateur porn. So let me. So I'm in Twitter search. I'm going to Google um dirty. Talking. Wait, what's the right word for like a performer who does OnlyFans or or performer? Performer, An angel. Right. But I'm trying to think. Um, dirty talking daddy porn. All right, let's see. Caught up on porn and studies this weekend. What tender loving daddy, rough fucking dirty talk queers. Oh, I don't like queers for porn. Um, dirty talking <laughs> slut wants to be her wants. Dirty talking slut wants you to be her daddy. Okay. Um, uh, dirty talking. Daughter masturbates for daddy. Okay. But really though, why is it so difficult to find porn with a bottom boy talking dirty? Oh, I love that. While he gets slammed, calling his top daddy. Ah, oh my God. Like, I I mean, should I respond? Like, I actually have, there's, I know places. Let me see. Um, Dirty talking. Uh, this is slut wife. This is how they describe themselves, guys. I'm not, I'm not, this is not no, me. No, but sometimes it. when you read the description of porn, it sounds like murder. Right. Whoa. Or like a threat. Yeah. Okay, your face isn't, for those who don't follow. Oh shit. I'm going to start using fucking. Oh, cause I've, I've Googled this stuff so much. I'm, I'm too used to the, what pops up on the other things. This is new. 
Dirty talking slut wife Sue. Hi Sue. Dirty talking sexy slut swinger wife fucks her favorite dildo. Mm, no, I Teacher spank fucks teen and dirty talking slut wife first time. No. Um, amazing, Mateo. Thank you. Good to know. Um, late. What would I even? Oh yeah. Okay, this is great. I didn't know. I thought that this shit was censored. Filthy, dirty-talking slut wives are welcome in my apartment. Trifle. Trust that. Okay, David Flanken. I mean, it's a little interesting people are saying that from their account with their names, but I'm guessing... Whoa! Shit! Adult fuck. entertainers. Sorry. I couldn't oh, think of the Oh, adult entertainers. Right, it's I just adult entertainers. Sorry. That's okay. I've, I've never used that phrase ever, and I talk about porn constantly. The problem is, is that these guys are just so hot, but it's like not in the a, ones I a watch. A little bit of un. <laughs> I like I fucking right unattractive, quote unquote. Everyone's attractive, but I like you know realistic looking people. I, I, because I, they're more likely to be talking dirty. Like so there's it's all this, about the talking for you exclusively, yeah. But I got to tell you this. Um, my girlfriend's so good at dirty talk that it's truly weird. It's like, it's, it's fucking up my porn watching because it's like a lot of, I'm clicking around a lot. They're not as verbal as she is. So like there's her and I were like, had made some like audio tapes of having sex. And so like, I've like been going back and like listening to those instead of like watching porn, which is kind of, which is weird for me. Are you joking? It sounds like you like hit the jackpot. Yeah. It's interesting. And I told her that I was like, it's weird. Cause I'll be like clicking around and then it's like, all right. And like, there's this one couple that her and I both really like, it's so funny. Cause like, I've never like shit. We like text porn back and Are forth. Are they gay time. men? No. Are they women? Nope. No, I've never, neither of us have ever would ever watch two women, but I mean, no, oh, wait, no, she told me she has before. She doesn't do really watch want, gay guys. Do you don't? So then what does she want? She watches straight people too, because we oh, have sex like straight people. You. Yeah. Quote unquote. Like, but no, to, wait, thought- <laughs> she does watch, I think queer porn sometimes, but I, there was this gay guy porn that I loved and I sent it to her and she said she was into it. Oh, what was it? Muscle daddy. Or if you Google, <laughs> but you wouldn't like it. You said muscle daddy. I just like you whispering the word muscle. I don't daddy. think that. I mean, do, do you want me to, it's called muscle bear porn. And there's one guy is such a star. There's this porn called, did I do good daddy? And he's fucking this little guy and they just said, Oh wait, no, that's not the one I like. But, but, it, but the, the big guy in it is the one I like. Um, he's great. I mean, if you Google muscle bear porn, there's one just titled daddies. It's yeah, it's really good. But then I saw something traumatizing. That's a little fucked up. Why? What? I'm going to apologize preemptively, but I saw the daddy getting fucked. It's called knocking up daddy. And I went, <gasps> and it kind of made me lost my luster for. So you want the bigger dominant guy to be fucking. You don't want to see. But even though politically, spiritually and intellectually, I'm so for everyone getting fucked all the time. I'm all for it. it just... It's just the thing that gets you off. Yeah. I was like, what? But I mean, he's trying to dom and I love a bossy bottom. Like I love. switch around all you want but it was just like i was like oh like interesting 
I mean, I don't know. I haven't even clicked on it. Maybe I would like it. It was just interesting. I just love watching him fuck people. What's his name? Give him some credit. <laughs> Give him some credit. Such a performer. I don't know his name. He. I don't think he. Wait, wait. So there's no. It's, there's like no name on it. Hold on. Okay, it's Muscle Bear Porn. That's his um, name. Okay, Muscle Bear Porn. This guy's in everything, so he should. I guess I should know his name. You're right. I've watched him. I've probably like gotten off to him like 52 times, more than that probably. Um, oh my god. I. I, okay, I think I think his name's Will. Will and Liam Angel are back with new videos. The hottest muscle bears, I don't know why I'm censoring myself now, fuck raw and they want you to be part of the family. I think his name is, I mean, I'm telling you, if you like bears, this guy I is great. If Land anyone knows him, just let him know. I'm a fan. And Tyler um, come up with a name. His name, or maybe his name Okay, his name is not Liam's first double, so that's not it. Um, I think maybe his name is Stephen Hart, H-A-R-T-E. Some of these videos have millions of views. Yeah, porn and is a huge industry. It really is. I mean, because sometimes I'm like, am I crazy? And then I look, I'm like, well, a bunch of other people are with me. Damn, they should make his name. You know what? That's fucked up. They should have his name more visible because he's a star. I'm sure. There, are there comments? <laughs> there are let's see that's, um, that's what blows my mind is that watching all of us watching more than time who's commenting on that's it? so funny my joke my new joke that's going the best is about leaving porn comments which I don't do it's just totally a joke but I <laughs> but it's like, totally what's some porn comments like thanks for this or no so my joke is Brazil? that I I leave um, I do it as a form of community service for the other porn watchers so like there was a porn I was watching where the woman was advertised as verbal and she wasn't verbal. So I leave a message like, Hey guys, she's not verbal. Like if you need verbal, go to this website. And this guy comments on my comment and was like, I was going to jerk off. It was my anniversary and I only had 10 minutes to come and I would have wasted it on this video. But because of your comment, I jerked off the video you said, and you saved my anniversary. So then my sister asked, was like, Emma, do you ever do anything for other people? And I was like, you have no idea what I do for other people, <laughs> but I set it up more up top. It's my, it's a fun joke to do. Because she's like, Emma, do you ever? I'm like, I'm out here every day patrolling. I'm on the freaking patrol, letting people know. Doing that, even talking about that, was the result of just New York is the best for stand up comedy because you just get up, the sheer amount you get up, you just kind of like chat it out. I mean, I'm doing a whole out. bit about douching right now, which I never thought I could make work. And now I open it's great. Up. I'm so happy with it. I'm like, this is a great joke. That's, Very, but I, if I was only going up once a week, I don't know that I would have the confidence to do right. a joke. I had three shows last night. I got two tonight. That's great. See, it. I was listening to this podcast that I listen to every now and then. I really like it. It's called Hot Breath. It's like a very like comedy nerd podcast. But he was interviewing Giannis Pappas, and Giannis was like, "Stand up." I'm totally paraphrasing, but he was just like talking about how like stand up is just like one piece of the pie now, which we all know is the case. Right. He's right. like, it's not, and it's not as important and like not as it was and blah, 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 blah. And I was, I was listening at the gym like, oh, yeah, this is true. But that's all to but say. To me, I view it as still the so foundation. Fun. I view it as the foundation. I, I do too. I think, I think. Why do any When someone thing. doesn't have that good foundation, they tend to lack in other areas they move in. Mm. If they're in the stand-up business. Right. Yes. And there's something about live shows that are just so. Like, it's just Unique. so, it can just be so fun. 
It is fun. Well, actually, one of my audiences last night, I did my hour I last mean, a lot night of times at, the, it's not at fun. the cellar, and it was great. Great. The audience was great. Just Tom opened for me and Nick. And then great. I had two more spots, but the last spot was like, ugh. Yeah. One of those kind of crowds. And I thought it was me, and then Chris Stefano got off stage. He's like, I fucking hate them. I hate them. They're the worst fucking audience I've ever had. I hate them. Awful. And I was like, okay, so it wasn't just All right. Me. There we go. Yeah, and sometimes it's good when someone else says that too. So you're like, okay, great. It wasn't just. I had this show, I think it was Wednesday, where it was like, I had three shows and the first one was like, fine, cool setup. It was fine. And then the second show was amazing. Like, it was just so fun. And I was like doing new, my phone died, so I didn't record it. But it was like, so it was just, it was, it was awesome. And then I got to the third spot and the show before it had gone so well, it literally took a minute into my set for me to be like, oh, wait a minute, this is not connecting. Cause like I was like coming off of it and I like ran right over. I was at, I ran over to the other club and then I was like, I was like, well, let me step back. Like, and then I was like trying to like shift gears. Cause I was like coming in with the same energy and topics as the other one. And it was so fucking, and then the rest of it was me like working and like kind of getting them by the end. But I was like, it was so weird because same person, same night, literally my spots were maybe 20 minutes apart. So I like ran to the club uh, and then was like, oh, OK, this is they just not. Well, that's the thing, too, is like sometimes we're so, we like have a certain energy in us. Right. Because of a certain crowd and like fueled us. And Cooking. then we get to the next show and they're like, we weren't ready. We don't. We don't this is not what we want. Yeah, like, this was the because I came in. Liked it. Right, exactly. Like I came in hot, and then and the night oh, I ran into you because Emma and I just bumped into Wednesday. each other. I, which I love that New York City. You yeah, me too. That. You and I literally bumped into each other. Yep, yep. This was last Wednesday. Yeah, because then on Thursday I went out of town. I had a show. Well, it wasn't that out of town? It was at Levity Live in West Nyack, which was actually really fun too. It was a good time. Any closeteers there? There were, I think there was one, there was a couple people, like some, the chunk people that came out was from, actually, I was really surprised by this um, crazy ex-girlfriend. So I was oh, surprised. Wow. Yeah, I never, that, that, but it, that was really nice. Um, and then it was like, there's like a little built-in audience of people there, but it was fun. And I brought a comedian named Andrew Chavon to open and another comedian, Jabron Saleem. But it was funny because like, the food there is like pretty good. It's good. But they were like, this is amazing. This is awesome. This is and I was like, man, comedians are so used to getting treated like shit. Shit. Because the food is good. But like they were like, this is. And I was trying to be a ni nice. So I like brought them. I had like meal prepped and I like brought us all meals. But I was like, I just like was like, fuck this. Like I'm yeah. taking um, just Tom out with me to Philly. I'll be Great. in Philadelphia at the punchline the 17th and to the in the 18th in September. Awesome. One um, month. Um, Get tickets at metailingcomedy.com. But um, I'm trying to think because I always pay for my opener's meals, but I'm bringing my meals. So what do I do? Do I be like, okay, here? I don't think you have to pay for all of their meals either. I think no, if no, they. No, I will. I will. Do you pay for all of them? Always. Yeah. I was taught. Anthony Jeselnik taught me that. Really? Whenever. I'll pay yeah. for any meal that I'm with with them, but I don't. Well, actually, it's kind of funny. If it's my friend Justin, like the last time we were we were in Hawaii doing those shows in Hawaii, and I did bring him breakfast, but it was because he was. This is gonna. I don't know how to make this. I, he was like tired a lot, and he like he was saying he didn't feel good. So I was like, 
Justin. I was like, we got to get you oats, protein, fruit. So he was like, like, what do you mean? And I, so I made him overnight oats with protein and I stayed at an Airbnb. So I like marched it over to him and I was like, you eat this. And then in a couple hours you eat yogurt and a banana and then like an apple and then we'll go to lunch and then we'll have dinner. And he's like, okay. But so I did, I did kind of do that, but I didn't usually I just get whatever meal we're together. I don't think he did it either. Whenever Evan, I know he didn't. Evan, who used to open for me, who um, is a fitness pro. Yeah, we well we go to the gym together and stuff, but um, he I would pay for all of his meals just because it's you know I it's think nice it's of you. Right thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I always pay, I always pay for like gas, and I'll be like, Venmo me request the like give me the get tell me what it was like because it I've had people that treated me really well when I opened for them, and other people who didn't, and like you just remember it, mm-hmm. and you know what how like how hard it is too, but. It was actually it's fun. Hard, and the thing that's hardest to open for someone is having to listen to their fucking act every night. And I'm, I always say, I'm like, you don't got to listen. You can go back to the hotel if you want. Like, I don't. You think that's the either. hardest? That's funny. I, was I don't know if I Why think do that I was hear. The... Uh... <laughs> okay, it's gone. The um, the to me, that's the hardest part because. You hear the same thing every single night yeah. after night after night after night. I usually like, wouldn't watch it, actually. I would usually watch, like, pieces of it. When I would, okay, for example, when I opened for Aziz, I would listen to Aziz's hour because he was prepping for a special mm-hmm. and we were in gigantic theaters. And I was like, and he was taking us on tour buses with private airplanes. and stuff. I'm like, yeah, like, I should. And he would ask us. He, he would literally say, can you please give me notes notes i want notes and i was like okay so um with aziz i would always listen but um yeah you know like i don't expect evan to listen to me i don't expect jess to listen to me when we. i think it's different if you if someone asks for notes or also it's different too if you do it like once every now and then like the two times i've done shows with you where you're doing an hour i'll watch that but i but it's like i don't usually get to see you do an hour you know what i mean right Right. So vice versa. I would not yeah, I do an hour like, in so long. And then I watched Jay McBride gave me a great she's super good at writing. Ooh. Uh, just writing in general, but she gave me a great tag and what's their to, name? Like, Jay McBride. We just had oh, great. Oh, Jay McBride. Yeah. Who, by the way, their new faces set is up on YouTube now. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going, I'm excited Check to watch her out. it. Jay McBride. Jay McBride, you heard it here first. Um she gave you anyway. a note. She gave me great notes. Yeah, God, yeah, I love yeah. note. She's so funny. Michelle Wolf gave me one of my best taglines, but that's no surprise because Michelle is such a good. Nate Ambister in Chicago gave me one of my best lines. Which one? And I was like, give me more. And he was, then he was like really nerd. Then like he was featuring for me for like six shows. And then he was like, I took other notes, but I don't know if they're good. Like the other one, he was like, I'm nervous because the first one worked. I was like, just give them to me. I don't care. And then I was like trying them and like one, I could see him like kind of watching. He's a really nice guy. And like one of them, like, did you know, I needed to try it again. It didn't work, but I like saw him be like, oh, and I was like, I literally on stage was like, it it's okay. It doesn't, it's fine. Nicole, don't Nicole Byer will send each other our sets to listen to. And so yep. she sent me her latest hour because she's filming her hour uh, pretty soon. And I listened to it and I, it's so good. Oh, great. I almost had like, I couldn't think of anything to say. I nice. was like, I was like, Nicole, I just listened to this hour. I mean, I have a few taglines that this could be funny. That could be funny. But like, this shit's good. 
you got it's packaged and ready to go. And that's the imp- that's why it's so important to have friends because there's some people specials who I've seen where I'm like, do they not have a friend to be like, hey, hey, this is really 20 minutes or like, you know, you're drunk or whatever, like something. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you didn't. No one, no friend said you can do better than this because like right. I don't even. Some of the times I don't even know the people, and I'm like, you can do better than this. Yeah. Like you have someone had to. And I'm no, not just talking need, about famous honest people around you. And yeah, or like, I, like I mean, if someone's getting paid shit tons of money, like I loved Mart one of some of Martin Lawrence's specials, and then he did one, and I remember like seeing it at a blockbuster in like the dollar bin, and it was like one he did. I think he's done one since then, but I remember watching it with my cousin, and we were like, "Why did he do this?" And then it was like he got paid a shit ton of money because he's got an amazing special where he comes out in like the all black leather. I'm talking about another one where he comes out, and I was like. Why didn't someone be like, but if you're getting paid like a hundred million bucks and I, I mean, I mean, I do it for 50 bucks, but it's like paid a hundred million bucks. I'd come out in a leather jumpsuit and bomb my ass off. I'd do anything. I would. (laughs) I think I would do anything too. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't hurt. Okay. Emma, if they asked you to do a commercial that is both about having diarrhea and for a hundred million dollars, I would. No, 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 not no, no, a hundred million dollars. Diarrhea, right? You have constant diarrhea, and mm-hmm. you in this commercial, you say that you have to wear adult diapers, and that you love getting your hair permed. Okay, and you have to stand by this. Post it all over your social media. I just want to go to see where we'll stop with the money. So let's say a thousand dollars. I'm trying to really picture it. Probably no for a thousand. Ten thousand. And I have to say I have and see the hardest thing would be like me not getting to tell people the truth. Cause like I would do it if I could then also be like, oh, but guys, I'm doing this for this. But if I couldn't no, tell no, anyone no, that would drive say, me. Nuts. They're like, we're reaching out to you. We want you as our perm diarrhea diaper spokesperson. You know, ten I would do it for ten thousand. Ten you would do it for ten thousand dollars? But I'm comfortable with diarrhea because I do have st- I don't know. That's tough, though, because like the thing is, too, is then like I feel like really I mean, in a lot of ways, like people I do interact with on social media, like have known me in a certain way for a long time. So I would feel really bad, like with them being like, oh, no, sorry that that's happening. And I'd have to be like, yeah, I would want to be like, it's not true. You know what I mean? I would feel bad about that. You have to be the diarrhea girl. That would be your name. Diarrhea girl. I'm okay. We want you to change your stage. Okay, read, read him. You have to change your stage name. Okay, a hundred thousand. To diarrhea girl. For how long? But for forever. You would do it for a hundred thousand dollars. No, to, no, 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 not forever. Not forever. Walking on stage and welcome to the stage, diarrhea girl. Wouldn't do it. There's no price. If I couldn't, if I could explain it, fifty for me, it's million dollars. For how much? Fifty million dollars. Yes. For fifty million dollars. Come to the Diarrhea Girl show in Vegas for fifty million, Mateo. But for the rest of your life, Emma, you can't fifty million. Reason- yes. So after we recorded the other day, after we recorded the other day, my mouth felt a little funny. It had been feeling funny all week because the and I thought it was because the doctor took the stitches out without no transition out of Diarrhea Girl. No, no, this is gonna t- this is gonna relate. Oh. <laughs> It's going to relate. So my mouth was hurting, but 
they like I went into the dentist at like the end of the day. And when she took the stitches out, it just hurt. But by Thursday, I was like, something's not right. By Friday, my face had imploded and I was like, something's wrong. So I went in. It it was like extremely infected. They had to do an emergency surgery on Friday for like four or five hours. So then I was like, and I was really scared. And I called my mom. I was like, I'm so frustrated when my mouth was swollen before. It's because I had surgery. Now it's swollen because it's infected. This feels different. This is scary. They took care of it. They like, I had to go on super strong antibiotics. I went out and did, I think I did like six or seven spots Friday night, but my face didn't hurt because I was on the painkillers. Saturday, I woke up. The, they had to put a tube in my like to, where my tooth was to like keep it open from not getting infected. And because I did so many shows, the tube had started falling out. So I saw my my friend at a support group, and he was like, "You need to cancel your shows tonight because I don't know how to say this, but like the tube falling out of your face is a little distracting." And I was like, "You're right." So that's all to say. I called my mom, and I was like, "I'm so demoralized because it feels so not fair, and like I just feel so frustrated that like." I'm just trying to like move ahead and like live my life and do this. And like, I'm my fucking faces. And I was like, I was like, if I have to pay for one more dental thing, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to move back to like, I want to live in the shed in Cape. I want to live in a shed in Cape Cod. So I was about out because of the tooth stuff. And that's like a, that's like popping up, say whatever a grand that a couple grand that'll be. So for 50 million, yes, I'd do diarrhea girl. I would just I'm fucking hand $10 million to the dentist Why right now. Why you tell me? Uh, it, was, it happened like really quick and it really wasn't, it was frustrating. I'm, I'm making this about me, sorry. But, I mean, <laughs> How could I you just do this to am- me? It was frustrating <laughs> because of the time commitment. That's why it was frustrating because yeah. Friday morning I was like the day I had to like run a bunch of like errands and I was like, just was stuff I was taking. I have to writing thing I have to do. So then just being in at the dentist for four hours, I was like, this fucking sucks. Hmm. And then so it was sorry, okay. Emma. I Saturday night feeling, was okay. Though, I mean, Friday was, but I know that feeling of where you're like, okay, I, I give up. Yeah, I was so frustrated too because it was like I didn't want to cancel my shows. I wanted, I like bopping around New York. Like I like, and it was like timed out really well. And like I was like, but um, the tube felt fucking weird. And then Saturday, the Saturday, I was seeing this friend of mine from college, and I had messaged him and was like, so. Okay. There's like a, like a, there's like a tube where my tooth was like, and it was supposed to be in the mouth. Now it's out of the mouth. So there's like a half tube out of my mouth. Can't, it's a little hard to describe. Luckily the tube fell out before I was supposed to meet up. So it didn't look weird anymore, but like, I fuck. I remember during the pandemic, it was, this all happened in four months, right before the pandemic. One of my best friends committed suicide. I'm so sorry. The pandemic about that. hit. I got COVID, lost all my work. Then I got strep throat. Then I got bed bugs. <sighs> and you, they get, you got bed bugs twice or something too. It was my old building. Yeah, your old building. Shitty landlord. But that all happened in the span of like three and a half months. And you're like, and what? I remember calling my mom being like, this, like, you know, I'm at my lowest right now. Right. Like, I'm about like, good. Right. I actually like I physically, mentally don't know where where to move on from this because everything's fucked. I don't know how the lowest I've been. I think also compounding that is like having that happen during covid is so awful because like. 
I mean, well, I didn't get to grieve my friend's death because right. the whole world shut down. Right. And then I'm in panic mode. Right. And then I get sick with COVID. And then the strep throat, I know this doesn't sound bad, but I literally had 102 fever. Oh, it sucks. It was so painful. And then you get bed bugs, which I don't know if anyone's ever had them, but it's a complete fucking And nightmare. you're just so not in control. So you're like, so you're telling me I now need to spend like a lot of time and money on this fucking what? What is it? And living in an apartment that I hated with a landlord yeah. that was abusive. So it's like, this is. Yeah, it just feels like this apartment. My entire life opened up. Makes such a difference. It makes such a. I also it was like. I know that um, people were trying to be helpful, but there was like two people I was talking about the dentist and they were like. I don't know if that like that that was right. Like your dentist should have given you Novocaine. And I was like, okay, I did ask about that. I was like, it was just one stitch. Like, and they were like, well, they should have been using this type of thing. I was like, I really don't want to start critiquing my dentist now because I'm in the middle of it with them. So if, even if there's ways they could do it better, I don't even want to deal with it right now because we're in the middle of it. I was like, because someone was like, they should have been using like ones that disintegrated. and And then I asked about that and they're like, no, we did it this way for this reason. I was like, I don't want to question them. I want to trust them. I do trust them. Like, let me just get through this. Cause also like when it's hard when you're in, like in the moment, I'm in the of middle of it. and you're already figuring out such minute details of someone else. And people are trying to insert themselves and you're yes. like, like, shut up. Yeah. Cause someone like, was like, you, oh, you should I mean? sue them. I'm like, no, no, no. I need them right now. Like they know, like I really like fucking we're, we're in the thick of it. Like, and the gut, he had to like get the, Oh, it was disgusting. He was like, I had to, he was like, I had to milk, he had to milk the pus out of my mom's. Oh, I know. And I use, we use, I use that term milk, getting, getting milked fucking like sexually. Like that's, now that's ruined. Yeah, once you said it that way, I'm like, oh, oh I know. I used to love it when someone would be like, I'm, I'm, okay, I know why I don't want to I'm pound you out. I'm going to milk you. No, but, I don't want to hear about that. Stuff. I know, but now it's ruined because of the fucking dentist. <laughs> I was like, ugh. but you know what? They didn't charge me and I don't know why. Fine. A bill must Fine. be coming, but I was like, I'm done paying for it. And they were like, it was, it was like, uh, Lexi was like, it's good. You went in when you did because infections in your mouth, like it's like right next to your brain. So something's yeah. like really infect. And She's I was right. like, yeah, but like, I don't fucking, I knew when I was on stage Thursday night, I was like, it's going down. Something ain't right. It looked fine. Everything looked fine. But I was like in the car, I back. And I said to the, guy who runs the room there he's like good to see you see you soon i was like i don't know man mm-hmm. something's wrong with my face and he was like okay i'm well let me know and i was like yeah something's up i don't know well, what we, but we should end this podcast on a positive note we'll end it on a positive note well i it's a real lesson in humility and it's it's good and you look great physically <laughs> But thank you. You look great, too. Thank you. Thank Um, you guys so much. A podcast network.